are five of the most audacious moments in Scripture? I can get excited about this one. Uh, first of all, I just, I love even the word audacity. There's something about it that just sort of stirs me. And I don't know if it's the man side. I mean, I, I, since I've only ever been a man, I'm not sure how women would handle the word. But to me, it's just sort of that uh, courage mixed with valor, mixed with fearlessness. And it's an aspect of the Christian life that I think is massively understated these days. But, uh, you know, I have a sermon that's being released uh, this weekend called Striking the Ground. And uh, if you want to hear it, you need to go to the show notes and the link will be there. But in it, it, it's talking about adding audacity to our prayer life. And so what I do in that message is I go through the top 10, or at least my top 10, uh, favorite audacious moments in the Bible. So I want to go through five of those just to sort of whet your appetite uh, for all that the Bible has for this. I mean, there's so many great audacious moments. I mean, you'd, you'd call these men totally idiotic. Are you actually serious? Josh Obium, you're going to take on a thousand Philistines by your lonesome? I mean, have you, have you thought through the odds of this? Actually, it was 800, sorry. It was, it was Samson that took on uh, a thousand. Uh, but I mean, who are these guys? What are they thinking? It's audacity. So uh, let, me, let me go through at least five of these. Uh, here's some of my favorites. Caleb, at 80 years of age, he takes on Hebron, marches up Hebron uh, to take on the most feared giants of the day. And uh, I mean, what is he doing? First of all, he's... 80. Caleb, do you, do you know that uh, your age, uh, first of all, is one thing, let alone the fact that you are dealing with the strongest, most powerful giants in the land? And uh, I mean, have you thought this through? He knew his God and he knew God's ability to deliver. Uh, so that's it's always been one of my favorites is, is Caleb. Uh, how about, you know, I mentioned this just a few seconds ago, but Samson picking up a picking a fight with a thousand Philistines and using a donkey's jawbone to destroy every last one of them. I mean, just what an amazing uh, perspective leads a man to tackle such odds. Uh, Joab, uh, there's, there's a scene where David is looking at the city of Jebus, uh, and I love the mighty man stories, but he's looking at the city of Jebus with longing, which eventually becomes Jerusalem, by the way. And uh, he, he basically, the Jebusites have mocked David. It's like, who do you think you are, David? And he, they call him a few names. And so David says, hey, guys, the first one to strike the cheek of the mocking Jebusites will be first among my men. And so Joab literally climbs up this gutter into the, the city, jumps out. I mean, just like single-handedly against an entire city. He's ahead of all of them to strike the cheek of a Jebusite. And it never says anything more. It's just he's first among David's men. And so I just love that story. Uh, another one, uh, Elisha. Uh, he is, it's the very, it's the passing of Elijah, not passing away, but he's going up in a chariot of fire into the heavenlies. And, and Elijah looks at Elisha and says, what do you want? Ask, ask anything from me. And listen to what Elisha asks. I want a double portion, Elijah, of what you have. The spirit of God that you have, I want double that. Okay, now, if I were to ask you, ask anything from God. It's funny, but we aim so low. Elisha didn't aim low. In fact, he aimed into uncomfortable territory. In fact, Elijah himself says, you've asked a hard thing. And yet that's precisely the picture of audacity. It's like, I want all of it. So, and by the way, he got it. Uh, David, 
Of course, one of my all-time favorite stories, and even though it's a little predictable that one of my favorite stories would be David uh, against, uh, you know, the lion and the bear. I mean, it's just, if you know me, that's just like the classic stuff. But think about it. He's a youngster. Now, he has been anointed by God, but he runs after a lion while it has food in its mouth. I don't know if you've ever talked to your mom about the wisdom behind that, but most people would say, don't mess with a dog when he has food in his mouth, let alone a lion. And then he breaks his jaw and gets back his lamb. I love that story. And so you could ask the question, who in their right mind would ever do this sort of a thing? Well, it's a man of faith. And so you're going to see later where he goes against uh, the giant. And this is the, the territory of our soul, which has to be cultivated. And so if you want to go deeper into this, it's one of my favorite subjects uh, to deal with. Uh, the, the message is called Striking the Ground. But it's going to deal with how we handle our prayer life, what we ask for, how we go after it. Because a lot of us are afraid of presumption. Well, I don't want to ask God to do something he's not comfortable doing or he can't do. And that's a good point. But there's things that he says, ask, do this, go after this. We need to know what that is. And then when we go after it, we need to go after it with gusto. So, all right, let's get warming up in our audacity and let's see the Church of Jesus Christ once again be an audacious uh, congregation.